Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I just found out my married son had an affair, and the woman may be pregnant. I breastfed all my children at the same time. I also breastfed my husband. What? What? That's all fun and everything. And then all of a sudden, a thought creeps into my head. What if I teleport to the roof? You guys want to talk about boobs for a quick second? I am not friend of. I am not housewife, maybe. I am housewife. Needless to say, we wind up having sex. Whoa! I think my life without television would have been drastically different. Sex in a car is probably something you're not that great at. I was great at that, actually. Do we know the good shit? We absolutely do. Rich Wachili is not hairy. I will say this. No one gets more unsolicited drinks thrown at them than now. Chris Manzo 8, Venmo. There were daddy conversations, there were mommy conversations. How do you on this show was a mistake. Here's my thought. I just had an idea, but I forgot it. The dating life in general should have just straight up contracts. It should be like sports. What's up, everybody? Dear Albie, this is big. This is a big one because... We finally have Chris Manso back in the building. I'm back. Chris, have you? Uh, do you have any idea how many episodes we've done since you've you've been gone? I thought you stopped doing them. You just thought we haven't been I doing the show. There's been like four episodes since you since uh, okay. we, we last had you in the room. But we have the Don here as well. You and Housewives have that in common. That once I'm not a part of it, I, I just kind of forget that it exists. Well, he, he rallied. He rallied. And he got me in for a couple. And then last week he had Daddy, which was a triumph. How, I, I I'm worried listen, about him. Was it out? Is it out? Oh yeah, it's I'm out. not listening to Alan. Yeah, he uh, he actually asked me, um, you know, what the feedback was, and I said, I go, you know, a lot of people wrote in. They said they really liked your opinions and well, your stories about you know, mom. You know, daddy, right? And we were terrified that he was going to get political and everything, because which is my greatest fear. Well, so, that was my question. Well, he actually said at the end, he goes, you know, I I would like to pontificate. I'd like to get into pontificate and like get in the weeds. Yeah, a little yeah. Bit. He said he'd like to exactly get in the weeds. What, what does that mean? Which terrifies me. <laughs> so. I don't know. I just ended the show quickly, as fast as I could. I no, really did. His, his See, but you guys, we could have edited it out, and we could have had that sound forever for ourselves. Well, you know what? You know what? That's something that you should do, the two of you. It's Memorial Day weekend, all right? Um, get him here tomorrow. He'll be off. I suggest you get him down here, and you know what? Deal with what comes at you, and then... The, and yeah, he's going to pontificate, pontificate all over you. It's Memorial Day weekend, and this is what we're doing. <clears throat> Well, I mean, you know, to be honest, it, you know, refreshing. It was actually your idea because we had Chris's uh, big 30th birthday. It was his big 3-0 on Friday. That's true. And we had a huge party. We did. And it was just complete mayhem. And we actually thought about recording at that party, which we thought was going to be a little bit too much of like a pain. In retrospect, I think we could have pulled it off. And we probably should have with the amount of people that were there. I'm very happy we didn't. Do you think you could have used anything? No. We've tried, we tried the drunk thing so many times. It would have been fun, though, just to have, like you said. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it would have been fun to have. I mean, we've done several podcasts where we've been drinking and stuff like that that get deleted by the guy that does them. And hence, he will never be invited to do this show ever again. Wow. We, we, you know when you got like six hours of tape with John? Six hours. About six hours of tape. Between New Year's Eve and the last time we did it, we've got like six hours of stuff you just threw away. So do I, we have a theme today? 
Or are well, we just doing this because we're all in the same room? I think we, we, we wanted to talk about a recap of your party. Well, okay. number one, do you feel older? Uh, yeah. The, the, um, what was, what was turning old. What was turning 30 like for you? Nothing. It's just the past year or two, I've, I've felt my age. Like, I don't feel... Like, I don't feel cool anymore. Mm. I used to feel cool. Like, I knew, like, people... I knew who, like... Rappers were before they were famous. It's like, oh, I like their old stuff. Like I used to say that. Now I'm like, hey, you heard of this guy? To like my like CJ, and he'll be like, Chris, he's like really not young. Well, it's anymore. funny because Lauren came to me mid party, like a maniac. You know the way your sister is. And I was in the I was in the red room, and she was on the dance floor, and she comes walking in all crazy, and she goes, I can't fucking party the way I used to. No, I can't party. She goes, I want to go home. <laughs> so it's so hard to do. And everybody there was is pretty much thirty. Also, like I, I was the youngest one of all my, of like this generation of cousins. CJ's really, I think the, probably the last, like original cousin, right? Like the youngest original cousin. Or well, now right? you have the second cousins. He's your first. Cousin. Right. He's the first right. like the youngest first, the first cousin. wave of cousins. Size Nicholas, of course. Right. Yeah. 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 Second cousins. Yeah. Right. So CJ is like he's the youngest first cousin, I right. guess. But, um. Everyone in the room, like, we don't have it the way we used to. We Listen, we all brought it back for one night. We all brought our A-game. and Oh, yeah. I, 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 was, I haven't been that big of a waste of life in quite some time. But we had, we had a couple of big special guests there. Um, Rich Wakili, specifically. Uh, we talked a little bit. And let's just say Rich really needs to do the show. Rich is great. He's got stuff he wants to get off his chest. Yes. And I but, or, assume it's a, is, you think it's just Harry? Think it's a hairy chest, probably a hairy chest. Probably a hairy chest, right? Joseph has, I think Joseph's a hairy kid. Yeah, no, I think so he's just got Instagram. nice hair. I don't think he's a hairy he might guy. Just have a lot of hair. Yeah, like a nice set of hair. On yeah, him. I think he's just got great hair on him. I'm voting no chest hair on Rich. I'm gonna go on his Instagram right now and look for a bathing suit pic, and I'm gonna. Let I feel you guys like he posts know. those. Yeah, That's and I feel like gonna... he also wears like bathing suits that are really short. Yeah, yeah, like you know, very European. I'm gonna <clears> find out in a minute. Anyway, we had Dolores there. We had uh, the, both the Wakilis. I think those are the only Housewives people invited, right? And it's worth mentioning mm-hmm. that we bring this up because young now... Young Joe does not have a lot of chest hair. Oh, oh, you're I a young no, Joe's no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking We're talking about saying Rich. Rich. I'm looking Rich. at Rich's Weirdo. Instagram, and the first picture I see is young Joe. Now I will why find... Why do you call him young Joe? I don't know well, why. Is he like a... Is he like a I don't know. Like a don't rapper know. or like a... Leave me alone. <laughs> But know. you know, while mom is doing that, Chris, um, you know, like over the last month, I'm sure you've got some people to to Venmo shout out because I oh. saw some pretty obnoxious things. Yeah, come I got through. one on my birthday. My new favorite thing about the Venmo game, which... Rich Wakili is not hairy. <laughs> no, let me see. Hold on, it might be, it might just be gray. No, he's not hairy, but he's a little too not hairy. You think he waxes? Should we call him and ask? Go ahead. I don't have his number. I think I have it. Well, no, that's not true. I have his number. Text him. I don't know Should how I that's going to... comment gonna... on this picture and no, say, hey, do you wax a, your chest? That's an old... That's an old DM him. Chris, DM him from your account and say, hey, we're mid-podcast. Are you hairy? Uh, hold on. Let me go through the Venmos because now I got him. I'm going to... I'm, we will get to the bottom of Rich Wachili's, um hair situation. Hair situation. Yeah. yeah. All right. Here's what we got from Venmo. You guys ready? Please. Uh, on my birthday... This is probably the biggest shout out I got. It's my, I think it's the most Venmo I ever got, most money I ever got from a Venmo. I hope it is. Uh, April, 
I, I should probably leave out last names, right? Sure. April sent me $30 on my 30th birthday. Which That's is cool. terrible. And said, happy 30th birthday. Grows a dollar for every year. You have graces with your presents. Also, I'm sure Albie will love this. Yeah. 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 No, I was really happy about that. Um, somebody uh, paid me $2. Happy birthday. 30 looks good. Uh, this is to make Al happy. Every It's worth more than money when people right. just say to me, this Mess is just to piss off your brother. Uh, what else do I have here? A dollar ninety nine contribution for your rubber duck collection. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, that was from Aaron. Brina, uh, five dollars. Buy the Don a cup of coffee on me. You got a cup of coffee coming your Thank way. Thank you, Brina. Uh, my landlord. Your landlord. Your, your legit landlord. Yeah, well, it had nothing to do with the podcast, but I'm just uh, going down the list. Okay. Uh, my <laughs> landlord uh, sent me money for something that I had fixed. Heat and she shower. Uh, my hot water. Hot water. Yeah. Hot water. And um, Diana Garcia, uh, she said, please put, uh, announce your live shows in advance. Is that something we're doing? Did I miss that? Uh, well, we have been debating about putting together um, a live show. And Somebody uh, asked me for a dollar, by the way. <clears throat> I should give it to him. I'm going to find You that. know what? Be a gentleman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, uh, you know, a live show is something that we are definitely um, in the works with. Well, I mean, I shouldn't say we. Well, another big thing, Chris, I don't know if you know this. We uh, we have uh, hired an intern. The intern search is officially over. Um, she started last week. And the first thing she did is she put a, together a Dear Albie Instagram account. So we have one. Um, that's where all the new DMs will, will be going. Uh, same as Dear Albie Mailbag at gmail.com. You guys can hit us in the DM at, at Dear underscore Albie on Instagram. Um, her name is Juliet. She's already done a ton of really, really great things. Um, and she'll be on the show eventually. You know, we're going to have her on as well. We just got something we missed a lot in a, in a family group text that we have to kind of put, I, I put just pause. need to take a moment. We just got to pause the podcast. I need to take a moment. <laughs> what happened? I'm, I'm just, should I, should I look, look at it? Hold on. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. This is probably what we oh, no. but we're going to talk as if it is. We're not going to mention what it is. We're not even going to mention even the theme of it. But oh no. Oh no. Right. Oh no. Wrong. It's like a mem- when Memorial Day weekend goes wrong. That could be a show in itself. Oh, just Instagrams oh no. Of when Memorial Day goes wrong. There was a lot there. Anyway. What is, the, what is that Instagram season? Like, is it Halloween or Memorial Day weekend? Uh, I, I think it really probably kicks off like like now, I would think. Like, you know. All summer? Mm-hmm. I feel like Halloween's a big one, though. Hmm. I feel I'm, like we have I'm no sorry. energy in here. I'm, well, that just sucked the life out. Well, I mean, look, you know, we've it's a different kind of a show now because, I mean, I, I've been I've been captaining the ship, which is not normal. I don't typically read questions to myself. We've had a very busy mailbag, very, very busy mailbag. Um, so, Chris, you're, mailbag? you're back into it. So, I mean, let, let's just, you know, you've, you've had your pleasantries. You're back. It's good. But, I mean, come on, man. Let's, let's get this thing going. All right. Uh, we don't have any Abbies, right? We just have Albie mailbag questions? Uh, we're making this a mailbag episode, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm reading all these for the very first time. Dear Albie. Yo, there's 322 messages in Dear Albie mailbag. Unread. Yeah. No, I know. It's been very, very busy. People are really uh, digging the show, it appears. So that's why we got an intern. She's got to read all those. Well, uh, we just, honestly, this has gotten to a point where um, weird things are happening. A couple updates. People want to, um, maybe you don't know this yet. Uh, to this point, Chris is the only person that has technically made money from Dear Albie because of his Venmo. Yep. Um, that changed two days ago. We have a sponsor. We have sponsors. Look uh, at you. There's a, sp- uh, a, a, a sponsor hit us up, um, and then three or four other ones now. And you know what it, it was like? I actually responded 
um, the same way they did in Wayne's World. And I was like, I'm sorry, like, shah, you're going to pay us for doing <laughs> Wayne's World. Like, that's kind of what it felt like. You know what I mean? Um, so that's going to be really funny. And uh, uh, we'll just, you know, kind of stay tuned on that. But, but this is like becoming a big boy show. Dear Albie, my husband and I are expecting our first child in a few short months. That's always been a weird term to me, a few short months. Oh, is it? I guess in, are they the shorter months? No, she wrote it on my birthday. In just May. a few short so months. So really, February is the only short month. So she's got. Anyway, dear Albie, my husband and I are expecting our first child in a few short months. I am growing increasingly concerned to my in-laws. My father-in-law is retired and will be our full-time daycare. My mother-in-law seems to think that means uh, that when my child is in their care, they can do whatever they want. I appreciate their help and support. But how do I tell them that it's my child in a nicer way? Love the podcast. I've been a fan since day one of RHO and J. Stressed out mama to be. P.S. Chris, I still think stripper car wash is a great business opportunity. Um, up until the P.S., I feel like you should be controlling the kid. But now that you think that was a good idea, maybe the parents are on <laughs> Well, here's the thing. First of all, the kid's not out yet. So you don't necessarily have to call shoddy on your own kid before it's born. Okay, like, And number two, it's nice that you've got somebody. Um, willing to watch the kid as often as your in-laws seem like they are. Uh, uh, I think that's where our attention should to... be focused. What? Like just be happy you have built-in help because a lot of people got nothing. But at the same time, at the same time, when you have uh, things in play, where you say, "Okay, we've got the baby on a routine for nap, to- nap time." For instance, Lauren does not want Marky ever to drink juice. What's your beef with juice? Sugar. Okay. Right? Too much sugar. Mm-hmm. So Marky does not drink juice. So if she brings her over to my house or the Scalia house, and we're like, we don't care what mommy says. You're going to drink juice. No. That's going against what the parents are, want how to raise their kid. Nap time. We, well, she doesn't have to nap. Well, you're screwing the kid's schedule up. So things like that do come into play. However, this child hasn't been born yet. <clears throat> so I think she's putting the cart before the horse. Um, I do understand her concern. Um, and it's a legitimate concern because, listen, there's a difference when you say, <clears throat> oh, you know, uh, let her have a cookie before dinner time or put juice in a bottle, every bottle. That's a big difference. You know what I mean? Because the juice is something that can rot out the teeth. It's too much sugar for the baby. But if you give a cookie before dinner time because it's cute and it's fun, that's okay. So as long as it doesn't upset the apple cart as far as routine and what they feel, you know, same thing as, okay, I'm a vegetarian. I want the baby to be vegetarian. That's not your right to say, I'm going to give this kid a hamburger. Yeah, but she's asking us, how does she already say it to her in-laws? She shouldn't have to. She yet. shouldn't. Uh, here's my Chill thing out. also. Chill out. Your in-laws raised someone that you found fitting enough to marry and have right. a child with. Oh. So there's a chance that maybe they can just chill out. Add some. Right. They could probably add some. She's putting the heart. She's putting the cart before the horse. Chill out. You're probably going. She's probably going to baby. You know, uh, nervousness or whatever the heck you want to call it. So let let them take this child, and you are very very fortunate to have the help that you have because I have Marky a lot, and it it takes a toll on you. Um, and Marky's an angel. But just mentally, it's a lot on your brain. So you're very lucky to have that, that you don't have to worry about getting this baby to daycare and pay for daycare and all that kind of stuff. So let's just see, th- let things play out and, and worry about it then. Hmm. Uh, new email. Uh, love the podcast was the first thing. For the Don, I've always wondered about the benefits of women shaving their face. Do you have recommendations for a razor? Do you use shaving cream? Will hair grow as a result of the shaving? That I know for a fact isn't true. 
I saw that on Mythbusters. Uh, not a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like it would be great for exfoliating. Thanks so much. Uh, from sent from my iPhone. And here's my thing with that. I feel like we should have been asked that question. Yeah, I mean, well, been sh- you've been shaving. I've been shaving probably... my face longer than you guys. Oh my god! And I haven't shaved with a razor probably eight years. I've, I've been shaving my time. face for twenty eight years. All right, so, I defer to you. Statistically speaking, you've probably you probably shave more often than me and Chris. That's a lie. Eighteen years. I'm fifty. I'll be I'll be fifty eight in August. I started shaving at forty. You've definitely shaved more than I have. Just since I've been in my 20s. Well, I shave every single day. Yeah, I don't. So, yeah. I mean, does dad, like, the, the first time the first time you want, you gave that a go, hmm. okay, um, did you hear about it from someone? I heard about it. And and you, they basically suggested this to you and- Right. Someone was getting a, a, a facial and they came back and they said the esthetician had amazing skin and she was an older woman in her 70s. And she said, well, your skin is amazing. What products do you use? And she said- Nothing. I shave my face every single day, and that's when you. That's when you and began. I said I can do that. And it was a statistician. Now, Dad. At a, a, a gotcha. And Dad, his reaction was what? Cool. He didn't. It's not like I go like you know the way Daddy goes in front of the sink and lathers up and everything. I don't do that. I go in the shower. As I shower, it's soap, it's lotion, it's whatever I have in the shower, baby oil, whatever is there. And I just put it on my face, and whatever razor is there. Oh, jeez. I just, you know, I shave my legs have, with it. Oh, so just you don't, you don't have a suggested razor. I don't for, have a suggested razor. I don't have a suggested phone. cream or soap. No. And in my experience, I have never. I'm not a particularly hairy person, so I've never had a problem with hair growing back or heavy or anything like that. Um, but it is certainly a way to exfoliate because I shave from my cheekbones all the way down my neck. My um, entire face. Did you look at the emails that you sent me? I sent uh, you know the, the last half dozen. There was one in there that I thought was really funny that we could put somebody on, Would you on blast. Like for me to just read everything you sent me? Is that my instruction? So there was one email that we got Hi, that was I really found funny. I contact by doing a search online. My partners and I are looking for artists and emails. Yeah. 100,000. Yeah. Just a, so somebody, somebody cold. So this is, this is here's the thing, okay? Somebody uh, cold emailed Dear Albie. Okay, and it's definitely one of those creepy ass like, hey, we work at a record label. We heard your SoundCloud people, you know, that were like, because it says we love your songs. We'd love to hear more. It's like a record deal offering. Do we toy with these people? Because they clearly didn't listen to shit. And that's a that's a mass email. So, you know, read it. I found your contact by doing a search online. I and my partners. What do you think of people that write that? I and my partners. I don't know. My partners and I. Um. I don't know. I don't. I my. It's like that's one of those things where like, is this person so much smarter than the me? The last time I was in grammar class was fifty years ago. So don't ask me anything. Well, about Well, the next that. one's a dear Chris question. So we're gonna go right to that. Dear Albie, to be honest, this is a dear Chris question because because uh, of being in the restaurant scene, but would also loved uh, would also be relevant to Al as a millennial having dated with intent to have a life partner. Uh, working in the restaurant industry myself, it is known uh, as an easy environment to get wrapped up in excessively partying. I'm curious for a late 20, early 30-year-old male's point of view and your female guest views, that's you, Mom, uh, on the way our generation so awfully, often casually gets drinks to get drunk. Have you ever experienced this uh, worry about someone drinking in uh, drinking in someone you are dating? Well, I'm so confused by that question. What did Can you, you read it? say? It's a Dear Chris anyway. <clears throat> okay. Dear Chris. 
It's not me, right? Working in the restaurant industry myself, it is known as an easy environment to get wrapped up in excessively partying. I'm curious for a late 20 and early 30-year-old male's point of view on the way our generation so often and casually drinks to get drunk. Have you ever experienced this worry about someone's drinking in someone you are dating? What are your red flags? What might you overlook? And where do you honestly think the boundaries of indulgence lie? Because let's face it, when someone asks you on a date, they often ask you for drinks in the first place. Basically, with how we drink, you know, socially, socially and being in the restaurant business, do you have red flags in the amount somebody drinks when you're dating them? Yeah. Like, but give me an example of that. A, yeah, I, I mean, I have more of like a three or four strike in your out kind of rule of like, if you do something drunk, like ridiculous, and you do it way more than once, mm. it's like, no, this is just what you do. Now, that doesn't mean you drink too much. It might mean you drink too much whenever you drink. It might be three times a year, but every time you drink, you're a monster. Right. That's not going to work for me. I dated other people that drink like all of the time and don't have any kind of meltdown breakdowns any of that as far as the temptation in the restaurant industry thing i don't have that i don't see that and i think no one is a is more of a uh proof that i don't really think that the temptation lies in the restaurant business that badly in in is my father well he had a rule way back when he was your age and you know now that he's uh, first of all out daddy's not a drinker Right, yeah, but one. it's in but, her to her point. It's very easy to become one in his well, environment. Well, his his thing was, and I remember when we first met, and for many many years, and still may be the case with him, people always want to buy you a drink. They want to buy you a drink, buy you a drink. He said, by the end of the night, you could have twenty drinks because people want to buy it, but you don't want to be rude to them. So he always had a rule where the bartenders know you're pouring him water, okay? When they think it's a vodka shot or whatever, and he drinks the water, and they think that you know. It's a now for me. That's a weird question because it blends a lot of different things. But I think, as long as you, I think when it comes to boundaries, you need to fuck up a few times. Mm. Like I know what I can't do anymore because I did it something once. Where I'm like, oh no, I, I. Like you mean when you're dating somebody? No, just in general. Like oh, I I went out and I was out till three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning, and I woke up and I I'm making shit up. I stole a traffic cone and this that the other thing. I woke up naked in the tub. I know I can't do that. I know. But truthfully, when I was about 26, 27 years old, I remember exactly where I was. It was a little town. And I was drinking the same way I do with all my friends. And um, I, I just stopped. I just stopped. I was like, I can't get another drink down. I have like a governor on my body of drinking. I, I know exactly. My body tells me when to stop. It's very, very strange. So I don't really. It's not something I could plan. Yeah, I, I, <clears throat> I don't have that. You don't have that. <laughs> no, you know what? It's weird. I look at it a couple of different ways. When I'm dating somebody, I'm big on drunken words, sober thoughts. Okay? So if you date somebody and when they start drinking, they can't help but go off on you. To me, that is a humongous red flag. Well, um, you had a couple of doozies in your day, man. Oh, yeah. No question. Okay? You have some stories. Yeah. So, like, you know, and I think from that, a lot of that, a lot of that happens, a lot of that happens, um... Uh, you know, just kind of by accident, but like you can kind of tell when people get like that. Also, I'll watch how they get drunk, or, or depending on who they're with. Are you a certain type of drunk around your friends that's different than the way you are with me? Now, here's what's weird for me that I've kind of been finding, 
And something that as I, I get older, um, I'm turning 33 tomorrow. And one of the things that I would like to do is find that happy medium throughout all of life. Because here's the way I am. And mom, you know this quite well. I am either not touching a single thing, okay? And you can't get me to eat a carb and I'm working out twice a day and all that other stuff. Or I am a human wasteland. There's just There's no in between. There's no in between. And I'm never I don't think I'm ever like sloppy. I'm no. just uh, always super I'm either just super fun or this or that. Like I don't think I don't think I'm a of the type of drunk that I would ever like I, I feel like I've 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 said it on the show before. I've got autopilot out who will quite literally write myself notes like, No, you're fine. You're we're good. You're good. Like, you know what I mean? Um but I, I I don't think that there's a point where I just look at it like, you know, you kind of get if there's anything from an inhibition perspective that I'm going to go down that road, I like to scratch that itch totally. Like, I want to wake up and hate myself because it's kind of what gets me to, to be so strict otherwise. I just think that people need to just know what they can handle and what they can't. Like, I know people that drink every single day alone or with people or whatever. To me, I don't really judge anyone until they, like, if until their shit affects other people. So, like... If you drink so much that you show up to work drunk and you maybe other people depend on you or if you don't have – I know a lot of guys like in my position, right? 30-year-old guys and girls living alone in Hoboken. Do whatever the hell you want. No one depends on your shit. Just know what you can handle and what you can't. Don't – if you live alone, don't get blacked out every night where you have to pass out. You want to have a beer because you're bored and you want to talk to a bartender you know, hopefully meet somebody. Sure. But then I think there's like just – everyone's life is different where like – Maybe some people can afford to do that with their time and others can't. But also, um, drinking is expensive. But not only that, you know, the, the question was what's a red flag? And I think each individual has their own red flags. Yeah. So you can't say what a red flag, what your red flag would be somebody else's red flag. So to answer that question, I would say if it makes you uncomfortable, it's a red flag. Because we all have that friend that's like, oh, shit, they're starting. Right. Like, oh, we, he's starting. <laughs> but – yeah, I, I don't think, you know, like, I, I've got a couple of those, but, I mean, when you're dating that person, like, that's a different kind of a thing. And I've definitely, like, you know, I don't I don't hold it against people when they get drunk and, like, they do whatever. I'm, I'm with Chris on that. Like, I'm not, like, you do it one time and you're done. But I've definitely had some experiences with, with girlfriends when they were drunk that were like, oh, no. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've heard things from people I'm dating that I'm like, when they're drunk, I'm like, oh, that's all I need to hear. Yeah. Like, that. that's a different level of, yeah. that came from... Like you said, that that came from something you thought of earlier in the day. Yeah, that, right. It's not crossing your mind now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mailbag, lady in the streets, TBD in the sheets. Um, I kind of screened this question a little bit. Perfect name. Like she nailed it on the name. Did she? Yeah. Dear Albie, I'm a 26-year-old virgin. There, I said it. I'm not waiting or saving myself for marriage, but I'm also not the type of girl who's willing to jump. You're flying back. through this. It's a long It's a long. Is time. it? Yeah, now I lost my place, you prick. Uh, it's almost like it's in italics. Do you uh, no, it's okay? small. See how small it is? No, 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 I got it. Um. See what you did. <laughs> but I'm also not the type of girl who's going to jump in the bed with someone after only a couple of dates, especially after holding out to my virginity for this long. I kind of get it. It's like Game of Thrones. Like I didn't give a shit about the last season about Game of Thrones. They lost me two years ago. But I was like, I'm. I've just been doing this so long. I gotta finish it right. I kind of get where she's going with this. No. Yeah. Uh, uh, um. I need to I need to feel a real connection with someone before having and having a certain level of commitment before I would even feel remotely comfortable enough to share myself in that way and I just haven't found that person yet. Call me old fashioned. However, the older I get, the more I've been thinking about am I being too picky? Am I the am I on the road to becoming the forty year old virgin? Should I 
book a one-way ticket to band camp. That's funny. Uh, virginity is a tricky subject, and because I still have mine intact, people automatically assume something is wrong with me. This leads me to my question. What are your thoughts on meeting slash dating someone who is still a virgin? Is it a deal breaker? How soon would you advise someone to bring it up? Um, any and all feedback would be greatly appreciated. Interesting. Why does everybody know she's a virgin? That's my question. She sounds like she tells us. She's well, I mean, she, she, she wrote right. into us. I mean, you right. know, but I mean, like that would come up. That I would think, come up. Well, you know what I was going to say? It it should come up. I don't think it's something you should hide because I think it's a very interesting conversation to have with someone that's on a date. You have to also be respectful of that entire thing. You and know what I mean? If you're dating her. And it's also the best way to know a guy's going to be semi-respectful if you're on a date. Like, if the guy's, like, not interested, like, that's not someone you're yeah, ever you, going to – that's not a good dude. Anyway. Yeah, you don't want to be with that guy. But also, you, I, I would be very clear on it. Even if, like – she's not saying, oh, this is my religion or whatever. She's just like, no, like, like – because I agree with her. If you have gone that long, don't make it about, oh, hey, like, you know, let me just do this to get it over right. with. You know what I mean? And, and I'm not necessarily one that prescribes to, oh, my it's God, it should be, be special picky, or this it's or that. It's got to be pretty picky. Yeah, but I would, Especially if it's not religion at or this it's point. marriage. It's just I just want someone special. 26, like I'm assuming she went to college. There's no one at all. Well, I mean, you don't know enough about her dating history to right. say, you hey, like, you know, if, like if she's still a virgin after she dated somebody for like a year, let's say, okay, then, you know, in, in her like tw- when she was 24, that I would say, all right, you know what? Like that's really saving, you know, yourself for a, a certain type of situation. You know, that's almost like a marriage thing. But I think that for where she's at, there's no problem with being picky. But I definitely think you should bring it up because you don't. Number one, it weeds out all the assholes, which is, I think, Chris's point. And number two, I just think that you're going to have to set the expectation from the guy to say, all right, well, you know, am I going to be like there's a certain way to go down that road how do you Um, feel as a guy mm -hmm. knowing that about a girl and like do you feel like shit i don't want to be the one that does this and then leaves her it's nice to know that i'm the only i'm not the only person saving myself just like her. yeah that's nice chris God That's bless. really really Love nice. No, for me personally, <laughs> you know what? It uh, it's weird that my mother's answering me, uh, asking me that question. But for me, it would be kind of like exactly how I'm how I'm saying it now. You kind of have a responsibility to treat it differently than you would if somebody was just kind of like you know a little bit more open to just going down that road quicker. I think to me, you know, you just have to um, get a sense of what her reasonings is and her expectations are going into that entire thing because you don't want that um I whole thing to go stressful as a guy if i were dating her like in what sense because you're literally opening up someone's world to something completely right. new and that kind of takes away your liberty to just break up with her if you don't like her as a person right. well i think you Nothing have to have that to conversation actually anything but you could say, and you don't know how she's going to respond to something like that because. Well, that's um, why if she says, "Oh, I'm saving it for someone special," you have to say, "What does that look like?" And she says, "Oh, somebody I want to marry." And if I'm not really up for that at that point, and I know that that's where her head is at, expectation wise, as these as this relationship continues, and I know not to go down that road. But if she's dating, if you're dating her six months, don't you think it's fair to expect some sort of relationship? No, because I've dated people six months, and then five months later, I'm like, like after that six months, I'm like this person is different. That's my point. You know? Don't you think it's a fair thing to say, well, we want to see if we're compatible sexually before we move on. You're only dating six months. And then you says, 
like how long is she hold? Her well, that, that, that's, that's my that, question. Well, right. Yeah, but, but so my thing in is, my mind is, uh, is she being too picky then? I think so, and I think she's underestimating now that the older she's gonna get. I'm not saying you should go out and bang someone. I'm not doing that, but. The older you get, the more responsible the people you date are going to be. Like, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't have that train of thought at 23 years old of like, oh, what am I going to do if I don't like her as a person after that? Like, I, I, younger guys, I don't think look at a big picture. I think they look at, right. you know, as an older guy, I'm like, okay, I don't, to me, my only real rule when it comes to dating is you can't, you shouldn't waste anyone's time. The That's minute, my point. The minute you think this person's not right for you or you're not right for them, you should end it because you can't take someone, you can't give someone back that time. You can't really be that trigger happy with breaking up with this person because no matter what, you are the most important boyfriend she's ever had in at least one sense. Right. In a physical sense, you are the most important person that she's ever dated. Yeah. And that's a little bit, not a burden, but you need – I would need, be nervous about it. You need to consider her 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 feelings at that point. But at the same time, if she, she didn't she didn't stay, say what her longest relationship was, a month, two months, three months, whatever. But at your age and everything, six months, a year, you should have that relationship at that point. So if you're dating somebody for a year and you don't expect them to want intimacy – that's unfair of you. Yeah, well. I mean, like, you know, it, it, she doesn't really go into that whole thing. And then, to be honest with you, she doesn't seem like that's where her head is at. She seems like she hasn't met the right person to even go down that road with even, let's say, after, let's say, 90 days. Right? right. Now, here's the thing. I think we should talk to her. I don't – I don't. she should write back in. But I don't think that um, with the amount of – it also speaks to the, the just garbage people that are out there right now, too. You know, there's a lot of people – this is swipe culture. You know what I mean? That are looking for a quick hookup and moving on. And the fact that she hasn't done that, I think, speaks very highly to, yes. who, to who she is as a person. Her character and who she is and all that, especially in this day and age. Yeah, but that all being said, it's not also a tool to be used to tell someone you're obligated to stay with me because. Right. Or if you're going to do this, this means this. Like, that I could see scaring people off. And then to be honest with you, if it scares people off, all right, that doesn't necessarily mean they're bad people either. There are some people that just might want to go down that road and say to themselves, hey, you know what? Like, I respect that that's who you are, but that's a little bit much for me right now. Well, that's why reason. I asked that question before to you. Well, that's where the age thing starts to matter. Right. The older you get, the more responsible the guys that you're dating are going to be, and you're going to get a lot more of that response. Like, hey, you're great. I just don't know if I'm able to to deal with or, or right. to to walk you through whatever you might feel afterwards because I don't know that. You know, right. like imagine you're dating someone and then and then you do that. You have sex with them for the first time and, and she's filled with regret or something like that. To put that on somebody that's like, I just want to date a fellow 26-year-old, 27-year-old, right. it's tough. And you don't know that what your emotions are going to be because I don't know what it's like to be a girl. But I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like you need to have a – I think to answer the last part of the question, you need – I think it has to be brought up. Not immediately – more than anything else, bring it up right away because it's a conversation. Like we just got 15 minutes out of it because it is interesting. You don't meet many people that that are in that position. Well, I think that's something. It's subject matter that's going to come up no matter what happens, you know. So I think in a weird way, it's the type of thing that, um, you know, it, it's not. It's not like you're prepping people, uh, or like saying, "Hey, I have to bring this up because," you know what I mean, um. It's something that's going to come up anyway, so I think you just kind of let it, let it, you know, let it naturally go where the conversation is going to allow it to go and go from there. But I mean, other than that, um, Chris, how does it feel to be back in the saddle? How do you feel? Uh, I'm, I'm. It's warm in here. Yeah, 
And it's been affecting me. Yeah, a little and warm my in here. Voice is is hoarse. Okay. Well, uh, well you know what? Look, I, I think it's nice to have you back. Thank you. Um, are we done? Are you wrapping this up? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna put a bow on it right now. We're was at thirty. This good. Thirty-five minutes. Was this good? I feel like it was interesting conversation. Okay. If this was good, Venmo me at Chris Manzo eight. Any amount and just say yes. Oh my god! I'm just kidding, guys. Not. <laughs> um, rate five stars, dear LB Mailbag at gmail.com. Make sure you shout us out. We're gonna have a, a lot of really, really interesting things happening on the show in the next couple of weeks. Um, this whole thing is getting organized, guys. It's getting Virgin, organized. Right back, right back. Things that we need to know. Yes, dear, dear underscore Alby on Instagram. Join up. Um, we're gonna be plugging that now. A lot of cool things are gonna be happening there. Um, the done. So happy to have you. My pleasure. Great to be with my boys. Christopher, thank you again. Uh, Catch you guys later. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.